Oh, yes. Let's do it. I'm ready. Come with me, cause you look so fine, I don't really wanna make you mine. kicks, now you don't need the money when you look like that, do you, honey? Are you gonna be my girl? Yeah. One, two, three, take your hand and come with me, cause you look so fine, I don't really wanna make you mine. Kicks. Now you don't need that money when you look like that, do you, honey? Said, are you gonna be my Peter Tide? You know, uh, today's a big day because it's uh, if you live in the province of Ontario, today's a big election day. And my nephew Spencer, who's 11 years old, he's really worked up about it. Wow, very worked up about it. He does not know. Who to choose? Is it gonna be Kathleen Wynne? Is she gonna be our girl? Yes. Is it gonna be Andrea Horvath? Whoa. Is she gonna be our girl? Andrea Whatnot? Oh, Horvath. Without the H, Dave. Without the H. This is a straight. No, without the W, right? Without the W. It's got the H, no W. Ah, there you go. But no, I don't think it's going to be, Spencer. Unfortunately, we're going with one of our greatest coke-stuff <laughs> mayor's brothers to run our province. Why the fuck wouldn't we? <laughs> we'll talk about that and many other things, including showing my penis to seven women this week. Seven women. Wow. Yeah. Full seven. But there's only one way to get to these wonderful tidbits. How is that, Peter? 
We do a thing on live, but that's all we call our theme song, Michael. Oh, very nice. Why don't we start with it? Okay, we'll try it out. It goes a little something, Mike. Start to the show, everyone. Welcome, everyone, to Live from the Dutch Hall. We, we are Canada's only late-night talk show and the greatest podcast ever to come out of the pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. Barnard! Yeah! And I believe we are that way because we have the greatest band in Canadian late-night history, The Nocturnal Emissions, <laughs> comprised this week of the pure Nocturnal Emissions, the only Nocturnal Emissions really in my heart, the ones that spawn from my loins. It's our band leader, Michael Bo. Hello, ladies and tonight. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm in horse. Tapping that tambourine is the man who writes the music for the show. Prove yourself tonight, bitch. Dave Charters is here. <laughs> and beside him, looking like Jeff Bridges from Iron Man. It's a very bold look. It's one that Wes is looking with his bushy beard. He's looking over at Steve thinking, I'm going right to the fucking wood tomorrow. Because <laughs> Steve's looking so fucking boss. It's Steve, you're like a German, everybody. Hey. Steven! And this man here, besides Stevie, he really requires no introduction, but he's my, I don't know if he's my favorite anymore, but he's, kind of, he's close to the top. This guy's the balls of the nocturnal emissions. He's what's called the... Thinking ladies, uh, bass player. As long as that lady's thinking, why is that creepy bald fuck staring at me so weirdly from the stage? <laughs> it's Whiskey West Haggins, yeah. everyone. Dude, what he does. <laughs> and tickling the skins tonight <laughs> is our CRTC required Frenchman, the French tickler, Capelanche, everybody. And you know what? This is, this show's gone on too late for good uh, our good buddy Paul Van Dyke, oh, sorry, our director. He couldn't stay up. It was way past his bedtime. So we said we're gonna call in an old-fashioned super fan, there we go. a guy that's been with us supporting us for quite a long time. We're bringing him back. I think he's drifted away from the show a little too long. But right now we got him back in the studio. Let's bring him back, Benny Fitz, hey! everyone. Hey! Yeah, taking the shade, buddy. About time. And you know what, because we didn't train Manny on this part, I'm going to go back old school and do it myself. Okay. The guy you're looking at right now on camera, he's the host of this program, and two-time hey. President's Club Award winner, he's my South Pete Van Dyke, everyone. Hey. Hey. Thank you so much. I really short. dragged it out, eh? I really dragged it, it out. Good it's job, a, guys. Yeah, Get I better. thought it was a great job. I thought we really nailed it, everyone. Old school. Welcome back to Live from the Dutch Hall for those who are returning. If you're the first-time listener, then welcome for the very first time. Where you the weird fuck, fuck have you been? Welcome in. 
Why have you just listened now to this first episode? We didn't even put much work into it. Everyone just showed up late, and this is the one you chose to listen to? Well, you're in for a real treat because we got some real stories tonight. I actually promoted it in advance kind of because I didn't know what we'd talk about. So now I have to talk about because I put it in the, in the words. In the ether. I said we were going to talk about the election. I said we're going to talk about the time pe- showed his penis to seven women this week. Okay. And I said uh, charters would talk to us about California. <laughs> you did? Yeah. That's what I said in the in the promo. Oh, great. Yeah. So what we have surprise. to do all of those things. Full show. I should have said right. tractor thoughts from Michael because that's another one I want to put okay. in there. Okay. And, of course, we have a segment called Feedback. We got feedback. So all these things exist within our program. But what we have to do is just where do we start? Hmm. Let's start with the election because that's how we I did the opening, right? Yep. yep. In Ontario... <laughs> I don't know. It's an election day for our premier. That's what we call the person that leads our uh, province. And all the people uh, in our, uh, anyone I think that believes they could lead our province is a mentally ill person. <laughs> you To lead an entire province? Like it's a big area full of diverse people from different walks of life that covers a vast area bigger than like most countries, you know? Yeah. And you're going to be the leader of it? You're fucking out of your mind pretty confident yeah that's a pretty that's a person has a high opinion of themselves right bit of a nose in the air yeah yeah and then when you can you mix like uh uh warped uh um um, philosophies and uh big uh uh uh, like cronies with their buddies that they want to get money from and uh, the fact that the job itself doesn't pay that good but if you fuck if you fuck over a bunch of people or if you help out your friends you get a lot more money then uh that really screws the whole thing up, right? And it makes it so you got like three jackasses to choose from and not anyone that you really want to pick. It, 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 would you agree? Is anyone Charters, you were pretty you were pretty fucking pumped up saying that your boy Ford's winning tonight. <laughs> that we are going to the mountaintop. Dave That's all right. in blue tonight. Too. Yeah. All blue. Yeah. I'm wearing my PC blue. <laughs> He's wearing all blues head to toe. <laughs> So you are you're you're gonna come right out of the closet. You're a PC. You're a Doug Ford supporter, are you, or are you more of just a conservative person by heart? I've always I've always uh, voted PC, and I didn't have a choice in the leader of the party, unfortunately. Right. Or maybe fortunately, I don't know. I probably right. wouldn't choose a good one. But Doug Ford's probably as good as any out there. Let's face it. <laughs> you guys probably partied hard with his brother for many years. He's got <laughs> shit figured out. Right. You say you've seen some things. He's been down them fucking trenches with a, a, a fucking coke bender with his brother <laughs> yeah. and you're saying this is a guy I want to run my province because of course he knows how to get I thinker <laughs> he's, 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 you know what I th- I think is like I'm going to speak up for the farmers here because we had a premier of our province right and our province is full of some of the most productive agricultural land in the country right in fact we feed most of the eastern seaboard out of the southwestern Ontario and uh, our our premier, the leader of our province, didn't have an ag minister ever. She acted as the ag minister. Yeah, she didn't need one. She didn't need one because she didn't do fuck all for it. For the entire time she was leading our province, she did nothing for like something that affects the majority of her fucking province. But not the majority of the people, just the majority of the fucking province. communities yeah. in her province, but not the majority of the people that are going to get her elected, so who gives a fuck, right? Yep. No so, farms in Toronto. No farms in Toronto. I can't get elected with a majority with the fucking people that are wor- living out there, like making an honest living, growing fucking food and stuff. 
So we're going to just forget about them so I can work on Toronto problems. And who's the three leaders of the three parties? They're all fucking Toronto people. They don't give a fuck about anything but Toronto problems. And the rest of us people that live outside of Toronto are stuck holding our dicks in our hands, wondering who the fuck is supposed to run our shit. Right. Yeah. No one's running our shit. That's why they have a, a party called the, the Northern Ontario Party mm-hmm. that just handles Northern Ontario stuff because those guys up in Northern Ontario are saying, what the fuck about us? Like We have a whole bunch of issues about us that nobody gives a shit about because we have one seat up here. Right. Yeah, and no that. one's given us any you know, you know, mind. You know, I read a headline this week that said, GTA may, uh, may uh, have a good, great effect on this election. Oh, it may. <laughs> like, that's possible. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it that is a possible. Fucking news headline, a real headline. The GTA is going to affect the yeah, election. May. The GTA is the whole election every fucking time in this province. <laughs> the whole fucking time. It has nothing to do with us. I was at Queens Park with my kids for a fucking grade eight trip, and I was like chaperoning. And the fucking person from the um, that was doing the tour at Queens Park says to me, "Oh, this is uh, Queens Park, and our leader is Kathleen Wynn." And uh, she has a majority government. And I go, yeah, but she got it all from the GTA. And he goes, that's not true, sir. That's not true, sir. And he, he oh, sho- You said that to her? No, no. He got it all from the GTA, or who said that? I said he got it yeah. all from the GTA. Awesome. He didn't get anything from outside the GTA. And he goes, that's not true, sir. He's yelling at me. Like, it's not, or not yelling, but he's saying it's not yeah. true. You're, you're just causing a commotion for no reason, sir. I don't know why you're doing this on a kid's <laughs> trip. Right? He's got a point. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you are doing it, and I'm like, Oh, it's not true? <laughs> and I get on my phone right away. I start Googling this stuff. I want to see every fucking thing. And I, I show him on my phone. I'm like, look at buddy. This is where all the seats came from, all the GTA. And he yeah. goes, like, look, this is all GTA. He and shows he goes, the map. Like he the- goes, no, they got one seat in Barry. They got one seat in Barry. <laughs> go fuck yourself. And I go, Barry's just a, a bedroom community for Toronto people yeah, it's still GTA. that moved out of the city because it was cheaper up in Barry until they fucked it up up there. Yeah, it's on their way to their cottages. <laughs> yeah, it's on their way to their cottages. You know what? Seriously, Toronto, I'm, I'm sick of you. I'm sick of everything about you. Mm-hmm. You can really go fuck yourself. Like everything that everyone caters to your bullshit. I don't care about your fucking roads. I don't care about your subway. I don't care about your fucking uh, TTC. I don't care about any of your shit. I don't care about when a pedestrian gets killed. I don't care when there's a fucking shooting. I don't fucking care. Hey, it is nice to take- You could blow the whole city up. And I wouldn't fucking care. I think our country would get better. It is nice to take the go <laughs> train down to it. Yeah, exactly. And I hope everyone that commutes to Toronto to work got out safely. That's what I really hope. Yeah, I got to work in Toronto a lot. Isn't it funny, though? I don't hate the people in the city, by the way. All right. I hate hate the the city. city. I hate the city. It's funny how they move down our way, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, they get set in their life, and then now they're coming up here where we live. They're invading. Well, you, you look at Barry 20 years ago. Right. You go up to Barry 20 years ago, and it was just like Simcoe. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Barry became fucking like every other fucking city everywhere. Yep. It, it was the same crap and everything, the same subdivision, same houses that look the same. And now you're looking at Port Dover, and all of a sudden yep. they built that whole new development. It looks just like a Toronto development of like bullshit little cookie-cutter homes. That look exactly like the neighbors, and yep, they'll be touching Hamilton soon enough. And these guys are thrilled because they sold their piece of shit place like that, that's touching their neighbor up there for like uh, six hundred thousand bucks, and they come down here and get one for three hundred, and they bank three hundred thousand. But you you could have put the same six hundred into a fucking huge property, and had like the mansion of your lifetime. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Official results are in, by the way. 
Is it done? Yeah. Who Doug Ford won a majority? Ford PCs win majority in Ontario election. That's the headline. And oh, there's wow. there's three like or four key points. You want to hear them? Mm-hmm. Doug Ford's progressive conservatives have won a majority of seats. We know that already. Yep. Andrea Horwath's new Democrats will be the official opposition. Good news. Oh, wow. Liberals are trying to hold on to official party status. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Thank goodness. With only seven seats. Wow. And Kathleen Wynne resigned as leader. Yeah, yes, well, which, she, which no she was surprise. already saying she was going to do. It's a win-win. And the Greens... Win-win, eh? 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 The Greens elect their first MPP in the province. Oh, from Guelph. There you go. Yeah, Guelph, eh? Guelph is getting to be really, really freaking... Green. Doug Ford looks super Liberal, happy. Liberal, like out there, like... Uh, Doug Ford's going on a bender. And look how red his face is. I think he's already on a bender. <laughs> <laughs> I watched an interview with that, with so that NDP girl, and everyone's saying, like, she's going to win. She's going to win, like, uh, because all the, the Kathleen Wynn said, give all your votes to Horvath so that they, he, that Ford doesn't get a majority. Right. And that's what really got my uh, nephew on fire. Right. That's a dirty move. Mm. Dirty move. <laughs> right? Like, he was like, that is, like, diabolical. I'm out, know? but don't give the votes to that guy. And then she goes, she knew she was doing that move from the beginning. Like, my this, this guy's, like, 11 years old, just getting turned on to politics, and he's f- fucking into it. Like, he's, like, right into it. Like, he really, uh, like, cares, right? Well, maybe he'll be uh, Norfolk County. He's like, you know, I can't run for mayor until I'm 18. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. I'd vote for I'd vote for him too because I think he'd do the right thing because he just thinks like logically he just thinks like common sense he's right a, he's an old soul yeah I'd vote for him Spencer. I, I got an announcement to make too oh my god are you pregnant Michael not pregnant uh, oh. sorry to interrupt the show oh no uh, let's do it Washington wait, Capitals wait 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 wait, wait. Washington Drum. Capitals oh, are wait, the wait, Stanley wait. Cup champions what the Washington Capitals have won the Stanley Cup how do you know this. Really? It just came up? It just they, came up on my phone. They won the... They won. Ovi's the MVP. Sorry for interrupting. Ovi's the Conn Smythe winner. Yep. Sports uh, break. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, let's do a sports break, guys. We're talking about cocks and balls. You know that one? Shoot scores and balls. We're talking about cocks and, and balls. balls. And Ovechkin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was weak. <laughs> that was you want to try it again? You want to try it again? We'll do it again. Wait, this is the thing about the show. It's free form, guys. Let's do <laughs> it again. About cocks and balls. Shoots and scores and balls. We're talking about cocks and balls and Ovechkin. Better? Not that much better. I'll give it a six. A little bit better. Six out of ten. It's fine. It's Anyways, Ovi's going nuts on the ice right now. Uh, I got a little video on my phone. That's how I found out. Oh, I want to actually. I can't wait to watch it in replays and stuff because uh, I'm excited for that guy. Yeah. He fucking worked his ass off through the whole playoffs. You see how much he wanted it? Yeah, his hair is gray as shit, <laughs> but who cares? He's a Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, he worked no, his nuts off for it. Yeah, damn straight, man. I'm uh, I'm actually happy uh, happy as heck for them. And and Vegas making it to the finals was the best thing that could have ever happened to them. Because if they would have won the cup in their first year, they would it would have fucked the whole thing up. Because the next year they would have been like. Oh, we gotta win it again because right. that's what we do. We have a team and we win every year. And that the, the, you can't give a brand new franchise and give them the cup in their first year. That's that would be like the worst thing that could have ever happened. Yeah. I, I was really kind of che- even though I was a Cinderella story and I was cheering for him. Yeah, you wonder what would have happened after that. Yeah, I'd be like, there's no way that franchise is gonna exist because these expectations. That they're already they they think they're gonna make the finals every year. Well, or the playoffs. Yeah, one way or another, uh, it's the hottest ticket in town in Vegas, which is a pretty cool thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let's go to a hockey game and then go out after that. 
Yeah, and it's a fucking... That's going to be a time. Oh, man. You know what? They have an advantage over every team in the league, too, because every team that goes in there to play wants to go a fucking party. Fucking right they do. And then and then they have them, like, either before or after, or they're distracted either way. They're in Vegas. They're, like, thinking, like, after the game, let's do this. After the, oh, how much time do we have in the airport? Right. Or how much time, you know, to do whatever. Like, they got, their fucking brains are cooking, right? Yeah, even if it's just, like, gambling. It, I w- we were in Vegas one time, and... Uh, a uh, buddy of mine comes up and he says, uh, "Mike, you know, you know who those guys are at that table there." Well, it was three of the Chicago Blackhawks: uh, Duncan Keith, Brent Seabrook, and Marion Hosa. They're right. just at like a table at uh, Caesars. Are you playing blackjack? Playing blackjack, and so we looked at their schedule, and they were they played San Jose, and they were playing like Phoenix or something. So they hit up Vegas on their way yeah, yeah. through. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Like so they you, weren't they weren't hammered or maybe they were. I, yeah, yeah, but uh, they were just. Gambling, hitting up the casino. Why wouldn't you? Blowing yeah, up fuck. Steam. If a lot of guys got money, if it, it, it got money, and you like gambling, and like you're going to be thinking about it, like it's going to be taking your mind off your job yeah, that you got to do because you're thinking about the party after or the fun you're going to have after, right? And that's why I think Vegas did so well this year is because they put they 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 caught everybody on their heels because everybody was so excited to be able to play real hockey in Vegas. Like, I don't have to do it through a road trip through yeah, whatever. Right. I can just actually plan it yeah. for the fucking time we play vegas we're actually gonna be right there be right there we'll be like just down the road you hope it works out that you get like the you're on like a three game road trip and that's the end that's of the road idea. trip yeah yeah, yeah. Ah, we're just uh we're gonna have a bit of a night here boys and then i guarantee back home. i guarantee you you look at the nhl schedule and you look at the teams that have that situation happen where the end of the road trip is vegas or whatever and then they have like three days off for their next game or something like that those guys will lose that game oh, to vegas every single time <laughs> Because they are going to be so excited about what's going to happen after the game's done that they're going to fucking shit the bed that game. Like, they're going to be just garbage. Don't you think? Just can't wait for it to be over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no Sweat way no they're going to No overtime. Even when they're, like, like lining up with people, they're like, I'm going to kill you. I'm be like, yeah, fuck, who cares, man? Afterwards, I'm going to the Bunny Ranch. Fucking right. <laughs> saw it on TV, man. <laughs> it's like a fucking $45 cab ride. I can go bang like a, I can go line up a bunch of whores and point at each one of them. Say, yeah, I would pick you, but this girl here's got better legs, and this girl here is just a little bit sluttier looking, and she reminds me of like my grade school teacher that I always wanted to fuck. And then, uh, so I'm gonna go with her over all of you. You know, like to be able to judge women like that. Like I, I don't want to bang a prostitute, but I would like to get a bunch of women to line up for me and have me be able to judge them and pick the one I would like to fuck, because that to me is almost worth the money. Versus the sex. I wouldn't want to ruin my marriage or nothing like that, but I would like my wife to let me go to the bunny ranch so I can judge. pick which girl I would fuck if I was going to ruin my marriage. <laughs> because that, to me, that's, that's the red riding, uh, little Red Riding Hood method, isn't it? This one's a little too hot. This one's a little too cold. cold this yeah. one's just right. Goldilocks. Goldilocks. That's yeah. what it is. Hey, do you, do you ever, like, um, you ever look at a girl and she's not, like, um, like classically attractive? And then, but she's so hot, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Why do I find her so hot?" Yep. You ever see, see that? All the time. All the time. Like, there's certain things about him that you're like, "I shouldn't think you're hot, but I do think you're hot." Yeah. Why do I? Th- and then you're questioning myself. Like, why are you so hot? Like, you're like, if I look at you individually, you're you're not that pretty, you're not that whatever, but the whole fucking thing, something about you, you're giving off something that's sexy as fuck. Yeah, you know? and I think that's different for every individual. Yeah? Yeah, I think you see that a certain way, and I see that a certain way, and yeah, yeah. everybody's probably different. I was at Lulu's with my buddy who's a real tall guy, and uh, 
and it was his birthday, I think, right? Or it was, uh, we were going out for him. I was driving. And uh, we go to Lulu's, the old bar in Kitchener. And there's this like, girl's 19th birthday party. We're younger at the time, too, by the way. We're not like old men. <laughs> going like right for it. now? <laughs> it wasn't right now. This is a number of years ago. And uh, we're, we're, uh, there's a girl's 19th birthday party, and she's there with all her friends, and it's a big party, right? And me and my friend say, like, okay, we're going to go like hang out with these girls, right? And uh, I go to him. It's your party. Like You pick which one you want first, right? So he picks... He goes right away. I know which one I want. I'm thinking it's going to be this one that's her birthday. She's obviously like head and shoulders, like a classically hot girl, like like a ridiculously beautiful, like blonde, like like just sexy body. Like everything about her is like just a classically like beautiful woman. And uh, they go, uh, he's like, uh, I pick my girl, and I go, okay, is that that one? So I'm figuring out who number two is, you know. So that would be the one that I would, like, hang around with, right? But, like, his girl, he walks, he goes, he goes, okay, I picked my girl. I'm like, okay, I know who it is. He goes, uh, I'm just going to walk up to her, and then you you can pick whoever you want out of the rest of them. And I go, okay. And then he goes up to the, he's walking up to the group, and I think he's walking up to this pretty girl. He goes walking up to the fucking beast. Like, she's 6'2", friggin', like, uh, she looks like a uh, friggin'. Because uh, he's smart. Yeah, well, I, See, that's why we read Manny here. But uh, <laughs> but he goes like she's like a, a giant woman, you know, and she's like no he's one, smart. no one sees her at all. Right? He sees her because he's a giant man. Like he sees it, so he sees another giant woman. He's like, oh, let's let's rub parts because we're we match up better. <laughs> he probably Frass. noticed her left arm was just as developed as her right, so she's good at left-handed layups. This girl, <laughs> this girl looked like fucking uh, what's the chef's Julia Childs? Like she was like a. <laughs> Big fucking gargantuan woman, you know, and he was just loving it because he's a big, he's a big uh, guy himself, eh? And I would never see beauty in that woman, never. I wouldn't I have seen see. it. That's what I was talking about with Manny. Man, do you mind if I tell that on air? No, go for it. I don't care. Talk okay. About anything you want. Because Manny, when Manny, Manny got a divorce, and that's why we found our show through his divorce, and uh, and and uh, we were so happy to have Manny on board, you know. And then Manny uh, ended up. Um, when he was divorced, he had to try to find a new love, right? Yep, you got to look through a lot of lumps of coal before you find that one diamond. Right, you do. So <laughs> in today's day and age, Manny, there's many ways to find love, right? There's like different apps that will help you find love. It's never been easier to meet somebody, never been easier. So anybody that says they can't find a woman is like totally off. Yeah, because it's crazy because you can go online. There's Tinder. There's Bumble. There's plenty of fish. There's a grinder if you're a homosexual man. I heard there's one that's like uh, for like famous or rich people. I forget what it's called. Oh, where you can just like uh, you have to be like a uh, sugar verif- daddy. Yeah, it's elite yeah. or something. Yeah, elite, it's, uh, yeah. yeah, I was I on all of them. Trust me, I've seen them all. <laughs> and there's like Christian Mingle. <laughs> Christian Mingle. If you want like a Christian girl or whatever. You would, hey, if you knew there was a if you Mike, if you knew there was a website called like uh, Dutch, uh, <laughs> uh, like 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 Dutch girls who drink, <laughs> right? That would be like. Would you have gone on that when you were single? Yeah, I probably would have. Yeah, I probably would have <laughs> took it for a tour. To be, if I'm being honest, of course. Yeah. But I I didn't have any luck with any of that bullshit. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah. But Dutch girls, 
uh, but it, I would have checked it out. If it was it Dutch out. Girls Who Drink, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. that's a good site. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because it worked out nice for you. you probably find, you, Yeah, I just found one naturally. Yeah, you found one naturally. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Very lucky, Michael. Yeah. Anyways, Manny, you went over. You had to do research. You had to go and sit there and say, I'm going to get dirty. I'm going to be a man of the 21st century. I'm going to go on Tinder. I'm going to go on Bumble. I'm going to go on Plenty of Fish. Oh, it's a numbers game. The more you meet, the better your chances are of finding the one yeah. that you love so much. Just you so want to cast a big net so you yeah. can get you can get the best of the bunch. Exactly. Because the bigger your net, the, the bigger selection you have to choose from, which the best, the best uh, mate you'll find, right? So Manny goes out, and he starts swiping right on every fucking thing he sees. <laughs> Everything. No worries at all. Doesn't even, even have to look at it. Just... Right, 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 yeah, right, 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 right. Guy, people were telling me, "What you swipe right on that? You swipe right on that? Yeah, she's gorgeous. Every <laughs> woman in the world, man." And Manny says to he's. This is what I like about Manny. This is one of the things I love about him is that he says every single woman he met, everyone he swiped right on, and he met was a terrific, terrific woman. And there's something beautiful about every single one of them that you wouldn't ordinarily see, right? And he loved that about every single one of them, eh? Agreed. And I, and I thought. That is actually the thing that I would miss the most about just spreading my seed. I should be like less selective in my fantasy and just like I'm giving it to everybody. So when I go out in town now, I see a girl serving me a Tim Hortons. Uh, she's got like a hair growing out of her mole on her chin. Well, I'll give her a little fantasy. I'll picture it maybe like uh, riding up behind her. <laughs> giving her a rub mole, mole. It's, the, it's those Tickling tight black pants beat, those tight black Tim Hortons pants <laughs> nice uh, hair net I'm a sucker for a hair net Michael <laughs> <laughs> I've always liked a nice a nice hair net you got one of those on your uh, downstairs lady <laughs> keep that big thing in order <laughs> that's how I like it tamed <laughs> I like that stuff where it's not dripping pubes on me <laughs> Big mountainous pubes. <laughs> part the hairs. Hey, let me part those, big lady. Yeah, I'm going to say you wouldn't have any trouble meeting the ladies, Pete, because you're just the one of the finest gentlemen I know. Yes. You know what they call you? You, you know what they say, gentlemen? Yes, I am. Yes, yes I am. Agreed. Oh, you want the bad boy attitude, man. You can you, go either way. Yeah, I would definitely go the gentleman route because that's all I got. I don't have a bad boy, like, gear. <laughs> I don't really think I do. That's what I was gonna say. Like, you're gonna put on a persona or just be yourself. If I was a single man, yeah, I'm gonna be myself. I don't know any other way. Exactly. Because uh, that's the only thing I would ever do. Personas are bullshit. It's born into you. Yeah, I can't just do it. I, I, I cannot lie. You know, that's the reason why I can't cheat on my wife. Is because I can't lie. It's like if I could lie, I would cheat on my wife tomorrow. <laughs> because I could just lie to her. She'd never know, right? But I can't lie to her. Because she's my best friend. I would tell her my fucking greatest story. Hey, I got laid by this hot chick. That's the best story that's ever happened to me. I'm definitely going to tell my wife. Right? That's my favorite story. So then I'm fucking myself over. So now I can't do it. So as a result, I can't do it. You see how it works? Yes. It fucking sucks. It's a horrible thing not being able to lie. If I could lie, I'd cheat on my wife every day. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't lie. Nope. That's so what I mean. So it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. Lie? Like, because I'm point? just saying it. <laughs> Regardless of what I want to do, I can't do it because I would ruin my whole life because I would want to do it. So I can just. So now, now as a result, I have. Uh, I have to realize that 
I have to try to make this work for my advantage. So I'm going to like say that any woman that has a power over a man cannot have power over me, right? Because she can't have sex with me, right? Ah, the tables have turned. Yeah, so now I have the power over every other woman other than my wife. She has total power over me because I. she's oh, the only place I can get sex from. Yep. It's like, uh, you know, if I, if, if, if like, I'm not going to say you, Manny, because you have a girlfriend now, but like if a single man wants to go out and get laid, he's got to go. What? Easy. <laughs> it's easy to do. Easy. Oh. I think it depends on the person. But he's still got to go on that thing. You have the wild cop factor over being a nut job. You have the fucking, uh, you got to like all this trouble. You know what I have to do when I want to get laid? I just have to ask my wife. I say, yeah. can I please get laid? And she's like, no, I am busy. And I'm just like, well, when, how long do I have to wait? Like, how long do I have to wait for this? You know? And she's like, oh, maybe like Sunday. I'm good on Sunday. I'm like, okay, Sunday. I'm going to jerk off till Sunday. And then this is going to be my big day. <laughs> or my, sometimes she'll just say like maybe be nice to me a while and you like like maybe you don't just ask me for it like a fucking beggar you like like w- you try to like romance me a bit and work up to it I'm like that's what I gotta do romance you like then good I'll spend three days romancing you and I'll do it you know just tell me what I gotta do and how lo- many times I can get it and then I'm gonna follow those rules to get my sex and learn how I do it right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to everybody? Not women. Huh? What do you mean? Because they don't want to have sex as much? No, that's too straightforward. They're not just going to make that make it that easy. Like, oh, here, this is how it's going to go. Yeah, they're going to change Yeah, the but rules. once I know you what it takes. You earn that shit, Pete. Yeah, but, I, but, but it, it, you can't earn it the same way with every girl. No. So you got to eventually ask them, what does it take to earn it? That's right. And then I'm going to do, do what that. What do they want? And then you don't ask anymore, but you had the conversation one time where it was awkward, and she thought, like, that's taking the romance out of it. I'm like, yeah, but just tell me what turned you on. Clean the garage. What is it? Like, what do you want me to do here? I'll fucking do I it. I got a Coca-Cola, and uh, I have no shirt on. I cooked a fucking roast with no shirt on. Are you kidding me? Nothing? <laughs> you think I wanted to make a roast? That's not I ordered a fucking pizza. You think Jane hasn't seen a roast be cooked with no shirt on before? Hungarian Hall? I think the roast is the easiest thing to cook. You just fucking put it in and walk away. Yeah, I like this. I like to spread. I like this. I like to smear uh, herbs on it with my breasts. What I do is I oil the I oil the roast, and then I put the herbs on it, and I just like take my tits, just rub the roast. (laughs) What it does is it aggravates the oils in the uh, (laughs) rosemary and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, Pete standing there with a baster and just every five minutes. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, is Jane, is this not turning you on? Is this not? Looking over. I have tried everything. <laughs> Her pussy is so dried up right now. You're not even you, you believe that's true? <laughs> you think it just this this whole like obscene conversation has turned my wife off so much oh, that. Oh, God, yeah. You ain't going to get laid for a week. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I don't think that's true, Manny. I know a secret oh. trick with my wife oh, to get laid. Yeah. Now. Oh boy! Uh, I'm not telling her what it is because then she'd know. Ether. <laughs> I call it, it. I call it. it the Cosby though. <laughs> I call. Oh, yeah. I call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would like to talk to you. So we should get to a segment we call feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. We 
Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's uh, uh, feedback is brought to you as always by our friends at Amazon. Go to our Life in the Dutch Hall website and click on the Amazon banner and you can uh, do your Amazon shopping. Buy whatever you want. Light bulbs, toilet paper, maybe... Uh, What's like, the easiest thing that like you've ever bought on Amazon? Uh, like it's just smooth. You know what I mean? It's delivered the next day. Just a... I was thinking about that. Uh, let me think about that because I buy a lot of things from Amazon. What do you think, Jane? You're the one that does it. Like, like a, I, I found I, I ordered from my dad uh, the thing that covers your phone, like those clear fucking oh, yeah. screen yeah. things. Yeah. Right there the next day. Boom. It's nice, though, when it works out, eh? Yeah. And you can get pretty much anything you can conjure up. You just conjure something up like, I wonder if I can get this. <laughs> it's so right there. I can there. do a search on Amazon. It's there. Yeah. You're a Prime member? Yeah. Giddy up. Oh, fucking yeah. Prime member it. Do it for my website first, please, God damn it, because I get money. I get like six bucks for that. Turn the fucking ad blockers yeah. off. Yeah, turn them off. What are you talking about, guys? Are you have a problem still? And you you, listen, you call yourself a listener to this fucking program? <laughs> hey, Norpak. The beef people. Oh, thank you, everybody, because Manny does not know because he's been away from the, <laughs> the show. The beef people. There you oh, go. There you go. Yeah. Norpak. The beef people. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, we're back. I, that's like I do. I'm trying a free... to do it as Paul. Is Paul the one who does that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, the yeah. beef people. <laughs> you know what? The word is starting to get around that uh, the word is starting to get around the Van Dyke Party Services is making an appearance oh, in yeah. one week and one day. Jackets are clean, I hear. At one of the greatest parties ever to be held in the world today. Michael Bo's engagement party. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait for it. Everyone, there's buzz starting. I got some chatter on the interweb on my phone. Mm. People are starting to say Van Dyke Party Service buzz is starting to come up. <laughs> summer know. season. Summer season. Yeah, summer season. We're ready to do it again, man. Like the jackets are getting dusty. <laughs> we are ready to go out. And you want to ask if you're listening to this for the first time, people, and you don't know what Van Dyke Party Services is. Do you have a life that's really exciting and tons of fun all the time? Probably not. Probably because your friends and family are a bunch of losers. And your life sucks because you surround yourself with a bunch of people who do stupid things that aren't fun. Yeah, what are you like having? Uh, you all got all dressed up in red tonight, waiting waiting for a big liberal win with your friends? <laughs> You're not even a party. party? Yeah. Barely even <laughs> a party. It's not official, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't even call it official. Uh, anyways, you silly bastards. What you should do is you call, you give us an email live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com, and we'll send you, you're going to enlist the services of Van Dyke Party Services. And what we're going to do is we're going to send you to whatever function you have. Let's say you're doing a NDP fundraiser, <laughs> right? We're going to send you between five and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins to your NDP fundraiser. You're going to have the fucking time of your life. And all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold hard cash, plus all of our expenses, which will be dear. Yep. But I'll tell you, if that fundraiser isn't the most fun you've ever had in your entire life, <laughs> we're going to return that $100 of cold hard cash. But those expenses run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Brought to you by our great friends at Clean Flow. Hey, yeah. yes. Clean Flow, what up? Clean Flow, I'm going to tell you right now, we love you. Sure do. From the bottom of our heart. In our souls. And Best we're going to be coming at you for more money soon. I guarantee it. Thanks for the jackets. Proud sponsors of the jackets. Oh, yeah, the jackets, cups. cups. Uh, I mean, uh, we're going to be coming in there stoked. Yeah. 
And we are going to have the best time of our life. You know, Nocturnal Missions is going to make a, a sure. set. Yeah, a yeah, live band. Not one band, but two, two live bands. bands. I, yeah. How are you guys feeling, Nocturnal Missions? Oh, we're, we're going to rock it. Yeah. I can't we're wait. Good. We knocked the dress off uh, last week. There you go. The trust. <laughs> we knocked the dress off. There was a lot of dressed. The trust. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Full hire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. Playing for meat. <laughs> we might have to ask you to come up on stage for one or two, Michael. Well, we'll see what happens. Are you okay with guest that? Appearance. We'll see what happens. You have to come up. Mike's a live wire. It's his party. Yeah, He's I, a guest of honor. going to be busy, eh? Rubbing elbows. <laughs> oh, yeah. With some of the big wigs of the party. <laughs> Hobnobbing. You're going to see some people Hob-nobbing. at the party, at this party, and you're going to be like, holy shit. Can you believe that's Willie Van Dyke right there? <laughs> In he person. Is- in person, I heard he really comments every week on the show. Yeah, he'll be commenting live at Dave and Steve's performance. <laughs> Sweet. I cannot wait for Make sure it. You wave shitting on charters Absolutely. in real life. Yeah, last week's whole episode is supposed to be like a fucking um, uh, uh, like I was gonna do a training video based on the Starbucks thing. Uh, and we're going to give Steve shit, and I would be able to do it the corporate way so you'd know how to do it. And we didn't even do the bit at all. Completely ignored it. Didn't happen. Didn't happen at all. (laughs) Anyways, uh, uh, Steve, I wanted to give him shit because he gave my dad the finger. That's right. At the beginning of one of the shows. What? Yep. Yeah. Gave him the finger. He he says he meant it. I like one bit, Steven. (laughs) Like, you know, I say wave at Willie sometimes at the beginning of the show, and then Steve will wave at Willie. Well, he, tell him how you do it, Steve. Uh, normally, I go hi, Willie, like yeah. that. And uh, that particular night, I had a, a pick malfunction, right? Middle of the song, doing a band intro. Yeah, yeah. I go to grab my pick, and when I put my hand up, it was in middle finger mode. And I was like, uh, well, you know what? You flip I better off, wave it. <laughs> yeah, because he, my dad actually watches on YouTube. <laughs> he watches on that's YouTube. Horseshit. No, that's what, why. Why? What good reason do I have to give Willie the middle finger? I don't know. Here's Zero. A, here's Zero. A, here's a good and honest man sitting at home watching our program. <laughs> great supporter of the program. Watched at the beginning. I'm like, wave at Willie. All of a sudden, some German fuck who's ancestors shot at my grandpa <laughs> on the wall of the castle at Gimmert. <laughs> Gives my f- father the finger. <laughs> fascia. Are you kidding me? My fascia? My very own fascia? <laughs> That's a keeper. Anyways, oh, no. Steve, apology accepted. <laughs> apology accepted. <laughs> 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 and uh, uh, who else? Yarmy Electric. Yarmy mm-hmm. Electric, uh, I'm going to tell you, sons of bitches, if you call my cousin Derek before he finishes my basement, I will come over to your house and kill you. <laughs> that is the only promise I will make you. The Army Electric, if you don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. If you don't get it right the second time, you can go. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to Derek for uh, taking care of family first. Yeah, Thanks, there bro. you go, Derek. That's right. Pete, and it, Pete Michael, Kevin. <laughs> we know what you're doing, Derek. Thanks a lot. It's that time of year, eh? <laughs> yes. We'll get you We'll get you back, Derek. Someday, someday when you need someone, you're like, I had six more kids and I don't know where to put them. Well, like, I have spaces. Yeah, I have a whole <laughs> bale of tobacco for you. <laughs> you can smoke all you want, buddy. Smoke the whole bale of tobacco. <laughs> and you can just How ha- much you smoke this week at work? A bale. <laughs> I will take 10 of your latest children just and store them in yeah. my basement units. That's a bulk bale, too, right? Like, not one of those old school uh, <laughs> yeah, paper yeah. bales. Yeah, we're talking seven hundo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good... That'll probably get him through the summer. <laughs> or the week. <laughs> Depends on the week. Oh, yeah, I really love smoking cigarettes. 
God bless them. And you know what? We ask our fans every week. We say, guys, if you're going to listen to the show, you should really reach out to us. Give us some feedback. And this week, I'm happy to announce that we got uh, a woman that has uh, is a super fan. She's a shareholder. She's been around uh, supporting our show. She's given us gifts. She's done everything she needs to do to establish herself as a true super fan. And she, but she has not provided us with feedback in some time. This week, she's back. Jen Husko, everybody. Ah, oh, Jen. Jen Husko. Hey. She's, she still, says, hey Jen, still looking at the you. chocolate letters over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't bring myself to eat them, Michael. I love those things. They turn white eventually, and then you're like, I don't know if I can eat them now. They seem like they're going to kill me. But you want to have a chocolate uh, no, no, letter after the show? not right now. Maybe after, after the show. The show. Yeah. After the show, maybe we'll nibble on it. Sweet for tooth. Maybe we can melt them down and make something out of them. It hurts my teeth. Some special treat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe Dave. It's a lot of chocolate. Yeah, fuck you, Dave. Maybe we'll give some a, sort of fun. You know, uh, maybe I'll do like a yeah, like we'll I'll do your mustache dipped in chocolate, <laughs> melted <laughs> chocolate, like a oh, mustache yeah. fondue. Oh, we'll yeah, just yeah. eat your chocolate mu- fondue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, the the ticklers arrived. He's there to translate for everyone at home. If we live francophones. Anyway, Jen Husko says, Hey, Pete, I've been neglecting to give you feedback, and it's long overdue. You're damn right, Jen. It is long overdue. Just want to say thanks for spreading the joy and music. I loved Corey Mercer. I thought his music was great, and he was funny. I laughed over 80s music mixtapes. I loved to hear about your adventures in Atlanta. There's so many great guests, and I also love the episodes like Alarm Cock, where it's just the regulars talking. I love the banter in the room, and everyone is funny. Nocturnal emissions continue to impress, and I loved it when they did the Black Keys, Fool in the Rain, Cage the Elephant. Great, jo- great job, everyone. We played oh. Fool in the Rain? Fuck yeah. 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 Thanks for the entertainment. That was yeah. fucking awesome. You're, you're right. I always I look forward that. to listening. Jen. Thanks, oh, Jen. Thanks, Jen. Jen, that's such good feedback. He Boom. is a super fan. Listener of the Week. She's this is your week. We love you, Jen. Come back soon. The Please best. come back. Please. You know what? Another super fan is back. What? Giving us more feedback. It's Bruce Veltry. Ah, no Bruce. way. He also went to live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com and he said, Hi, Peter and crew. Hey. I really enjoyed the interview with Corey, a very oh. talented young man, and he has lived the quintessential Canadian kid's life. Worked hard, good family values, a nice person, and I think uh, the best is yet to come for his career. Can I stop you right there? I worked hard. <laughs> yes, please do. For fuck's sakes. The this kid worked for five minutes in tobacco and left. <laughs> I'll tell you right, he's lucky I didn't go over there and give him one. Because I know too many of those fucking people. That, that's where the show really Good thing he was good at music. That could have been real sour. I know it was a bone of contention. I, I, I worked hard is the real funny one when he admitted worked hard to be in one of Bruce. that couldn't ha- handle. Fuck. It. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyways, Bruce says uh, your show keeps getting better and better. Keep up the good work. Uh, and he goes, Bruce, FYI, quintessential. He gives me the definition, as though it's above all of our stupid heads. <laughs> He says quintessential, and he even tells you how to pronounce it, eh? Oh. With a K-W-O-I-N, like Quinn, like so you don't say, like, Koo! Queen! <laughs> 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 
And it says, representing the most perfect or typical example of a quality or class. He was the quintessential tough guy. Yeah, I fucking know the language, Bruce. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Can you give me the pronunciation? Oh, man. Can you give me the origin? <laughs> hey, you know what? There's a lady. She's on a fr- every Friday. This woman's just sitting there working her tail off. Oh, yes. She's listening to our program. She's cutting the cheese out there at the second mouse in Delhi. She's our good friend, the cheese lady. So check in on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Check in on the cheese lady, she's always on the run. Check in on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Check in on the cheese lady, she's always having fun. Check in on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Check in on the cheese lady, she's always having fun. Check in on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Check in on the cheese lady, what has Peter done? What has Peter done to hear from the cheese lady? Oh, well, last week. I was, uh, we had the Haitian dwarf that gave us some uh, feedback hey. that we hadn't had in a little while. And he said, why do why Canadians eat so much cheese? And the cheese lady said, Canadians eat cheese because we like real food, not processed, LOL. Now, cheese is technically fucking processed, right? Yep. Isn't it? There is a process. Because it's not milk. <laughs> like, you even, have to make milk into cheese. That's even a milk is kind of processed, right? Unless you're drinking it right from the teat. Teat. What do you mean process? No, if you don't change the raw product coming There's out of the There's a tea, process. Like, don't they do things to milk? They pasteurize it? That's a process? That's a process. Yeah. If you pasteurize it, if it's raw milk, though, no process. Well, who the fuck drinks raw milk? Oh, I'm I'm gonna do it. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> it's no offense to me, but... Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll Sweet, sweet it. Kelly, that's a big offense. I think everybody should drink raw milk. It's because delicious. Because it, it's so good. Hey, have you had yeah. it? Oh, of course I have. That's all Kelly's family drink. Like, it's, yeah, because you're allowed to I, when I it's on it's your great. farm, and it's so good. It's so good. But, uh, but people that grow up with it, they don't appreciate it. They like like 1% milk or something. They'll like, drink that and say, like, what is this delicious? Yeah. But we concoction. wonder why like uh, there's like humongous, like big bone strong dudes and like girls that come yeah. out of it. Because they're just having non-pasteurized milk. Mm. It's yep. unbelievable. Yeah. Good for the bones. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's like, good for do everything. They drink, do they drink it cold? Uh, yeah, it it's chilled in the fridge in like a... In a a uh, milk bottle that you would feed to like a cat, like a baby. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> it's awesome. Is it thick? Is it cream? Super thick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Because the cream's too. not separated and stuff. And yeah, it's it, almost it, like I had butter. chocolate milk made for me from my friend that was a dairy farmer. He made chocolate milk for me, and it was like the best chocolate milk I've ever had because it was so creamy and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It was like a dessert. Six like percent. It's like a pudding. I think oh, a yeah, lot yeah. of people are concerned about like all the bacteria. Of course. And the yes, because they're weak and stuff. Hundred percent. I mean, I, even for me, that's it's like. Ugh. Yeah, it's different. I'm like when yeah, Kev. Because if Kev. in my world where I like my in my like the way I like uh, um, like think things should go, you'd be dead. Right. Well, <laughs> now don't get me wrong. It's not to say that I wouldn't try, but, I, but for me, it was just. Somebody said that, and that turned me off of it because I was drinking, you know, two percent for all my life, and yeah, I've never yeah. been introduced. Well, no, to it's it. illegal, I think, right? You yeah, can't yeah. feed it yeah, to yeah. like no, a guy because exactly. you don't no, no. Have to develop the antibodies exactly. to deal with it, like right? When the, the the milk that goes out of that farm is is not that, but on your own farm. Yeah, yeah, on your own farm, you yeah. can drink it, and they say you're not allowed to serve it to guests, and then he'd say, "Don't tell anyone I'm doing this," and you can have it. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll have it." Can we get some here? Say no, and then bring some. 
We can. You can buy it. You can buy raw milk at places. So yeah. raw there's milk a guy is that's like, like we might have an instant hookup, Steve. All right. Yeah, there's a guy that's been fighting, <laughs> uh, fighting it for so long, just selling it, right? But it does. It can potentially make you sick. Yeah, for sure. I like that's. I don't blame people, but I mean, it's the way you look at things. Uh, Oh, I get my gut immune strong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give me some shit. I'll eat some bugs or whatever if yeah. I don't. If I know I'm not yeah. gonna get sick, Probably. I'll do it. Were you like, tss, tss, give me some of that milk, man? Come on, <laughs> can you give me some more of that milk? No, I think it was. I think it was the other way around. Like, no, you better no. try this, or you get the fuck out of our family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm in. No problem. When I was in I university, made a lot of dirt and shit. When I was in university, they used to like have like leftover. I'd leave my leftovers on the pot on a stove. And I would just go to school for the day, and I'd like, or go to bed at night, go to school for the day, come back the next day, and people are like, "Are you gonna throw that food out that's been on your stove?" And then he's like, "No, no, Pete will come home from school and eat it," and I would eat it, True I, I would heat it up and eat it, and like I would be fine because I've done that shit forever because my gut's able to fight all that stuff off. Right. And then the people that like ate proper food with like refrigeration and all that stuff. Those people, they'd be sick to their stomach if they try that stuff. <laughs> They're a bunch of pussies. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of pussies. They haven't like trained their stomach to tolerate that shit. You gotta like, you gotta keep your fucking uh, uh, salad dressing in the cupboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take the nice creamy Caesar. You you scrape that yellow layer off the like lip it's there. Still good under there. It's good under there, man. Like that's what that is. Is uh, antibodies or something that makes you stronger. You come over in the deli and rip the best before date right off the package before you put it in the fridge. <laughs> Fuck it, you don't want to know. I Makes got, no difference. You know what I got, Dave? I don't need a best before date. I got a thing on my face called a nose. <laughs> what I do is I stick my nose, I give it a sniff. If it doesn't make me puke, I eat it. <laughs> That's what it works. Perfect. And you know what? That best before date is bullshit. It's trying to sell more shit to me. And if my wife keeps throwing out my perfectly good food, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Don't throw out that lunch meat. Come it's, to still oh, yeah. it's still a little green on You're it. Yeah. I'll take a butter knife. I'll scrape that green shit off the top of it. I'll eat that <laughs> bologna. It's oh. delicious. It's fine. No, no big deal. My dad is a big fan of that. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. The old scrape off. <laughs> oh, I wanted to say the cheese lady also said the hashtag dairy crack dealer. Oh, yeah. And then she said, hey, Pete, that banana in your pickled pig's feet wasn't a banana. Ha, ha, ha. Meaning I ate a Jamaican cock, I think. <laughs> is what she's saying. When I went to the Jamaican restaurant, they served a severed Jamaican cock. And my pickles pig's feet, and it tastes like sweet potato. And I can't wait to go back next Saturday because <laughs> it's so they only make it on Saturdays. Why would you think it? Why would you go straight to Jamaican instead of like pig? Like, if there's a pickled pig's feet, wouldn't it be a pickled pig's cock with it? No, because it's a Jamaican food. Oh, okay, must be a Jamaican's cock thing. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's it. Where else are you gonna get cocks from? <laughs> oh, you thought about severing a pig's dick, a curly pig's dick. Or they curl. Oh, you'd be able to tell then. Yeah, but it doesn't look like that. It looks like a tail. The dick it's looks like a tail. <laughs> uh, pig's dick's curly like its tail. You know, uh, the we haven't played that game. A banana looks like a human dick, Dave. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good game. <laughs> that was a great Name game. Name the animal when you show the dick. Remember oh yeah, that, that was a good. Game. We should do that one again. Now that we're on video, we should. Do oh that shit, again. we have another game that I was supposed to do this whole time. Can we do it for the last segment of the show? Sure. Okay, my daughter and I said, what do you want me to do for the show tonight? She says, I'm going to give you words and you have to say them on the show. Oh, perfect. So she gave me a list of uh, six words and I have to put them into conversation between now and the end of the show, which is hard because it's supposed to be the whole show. I could have been... Now, if you guys catch me on any of these things for the rest of the show... Are you 0 for 6 right now? I have not used one of these words, no. 
if you catch me on one of these words and I, uh, and I used it and you say that's one of her words, then I got a drink. All right. Perfect. Okay. If you t- call me on it and it's not one of those words and you got a drink. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. So we have from now to the end of the show <laughs> for me to get through six words. Mm-hmm. I like it. Oh, man, is it hard. I wish I would have done this earlier. <laughs> Too much time on ah. your hands. So what else do we have to get through? We have to get to Dave's. Where that's it for feedback this week, everyone. If you'd like to give us feedback uh, in the future, go to livefromthedutchhall.gmail.com or you can go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Either look for Live from the Dutch Hall or look for the Dutch Hall or Dutch Hall, whatever you do. Send you'll find us. Pigeon. You can find us anywhere. We're everywhere. Dutch Hall. Look for us. Send us feedback. No more. So the only thing, one more thing we had to get to is we sent a, a correspondent, the man that writes music for the show, Dave Charters, to California to see how people in other parts of the world live. Charters went there, right? I'm not, I, you know, I was presumptuous, I guess, a little bit, thinking that you were going there to, like, finally come out. I thought that was <laughs> um, what you were doing. And all I remember was that when you were there I uh, off air, I said, Dave, you know, and when we weren't doing our bit where I'm kind of trying to make fun of you, I was like, Dave, how'd you enjoy uh, California? And he, and you, you, you said to me, and I never heard you talk this way before. You said, you just love, <laughs> you just love the fruits and nuts. You said, <laughs> but you said it in such a way, you know, that I hadn't heard you talk that way before. We said you that? just love the fruits and nuts. Uh, what? I don't remember that. <laughs> you love nuts. <laughs> take your word for it. But you said you really did love it. I did love it. And you kept licking your lips when you said nuts. <laughs> I never knew what you were going on about. I was actually surprised. I thought, because we were right in the Bay Area or San Francisco. We were in San Francisco for a whole day. And uh, I thought that the LGBTQ, I don't know what letters I missed. RST. <laughs> would, have a, would have a bigger like presence there. But really... We saw a couple transvestites, which I guess you don't see very often, but that's like, old San Francisco, seemed, anyways. Pretty normal, you know. Like, well, I San Francisco is like all Silicon Valley now, right? It's all like the fucking computer nerds there. It's not the hippies and the freaks and stuff yeah. anymore. I would it's say not the people that didn't didn't seem any different than anywhere else. So no, that's who what I mean. The shit anyway. Yeah, San Francisco's uh, boring now. Is yeah, that what you're saying? It, no, it was awesome. It was a great trip. Did you go to Alcatraz? It was fun. No, we looked at Alcatraz. Actually, our host said, if you want to go to Alcatraz, you can go. But I'm not going with you. <laughs> you had a host? Oh, Mark, yeah, because yeah, he's Mark. been so many times. Yeah, yeah. he said it's just depressing when he goes. He's been three times or something, three or four times. Yeah, well, you can't he'll go never more. never go again. No. Yeah. <laughs> so like, we didn't go, but I didn't miss it, really. We were so busy. Uh, we'll save that for another time. But just a great spot. I, we had a great time. I would say, like, awesome restaurants and bars. Mark took us to a bunch of bars. Drinks were great. Very expensive town to live in, I would say. You know, yeah. at least the places we were visiting, like, uh, you yeah. know, it's uh, I'd say it's an expensive place to live. The houses were off the charts. He was showing me some prices of houses around there, and everything's over um, like a million dollars in the in the burbs. You know, for just like, a regular, yeah, like nothing house. Yeah. yeah, and very weird. Like I always thought, what a weird place to build a city. You know, when you look at it, it's on the side of a mountain. It's super, like, I, the construction is impossible when you watch yeah, the guys yeah. working. Even, Even Lombard th- Street? You yeah. see Lombard Street? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Crazy. It's like, is this real? Like, Even it the parking, make like, you see the cars the way they're parked, and you wonder how they're not sliding down the hill, or there'll be, like, a garbage bin where they're doing construction, and you're like, it should be just sliding down the 45-degree <laughs> angle that it's on. But yeah, yeah. 
The hills are crazy there, yeah. Yeah, really crazy. We rode a cable car. That was a great time if you're ever there. Jump on a cable car. We got to stand on the outside and hold the rail. Yeah. Oh, it was the best. It was the most fun ever. Really fun. <laughs> you know, if you've ever traveled with charters, you can really appreciate his face when he's, like, hanging off the side of a, <laughs> of a streetcar. Because you love shit, eh? Like, yeah. it's one of the fun parts about traveling with Dave is how much fun he's having. If I'm as drunk as he is, we have a great time together. If I'm not as drunk as him, I'm sickened by his happiness. He has a great time. Yeah, he has a great time, and I do not have a great time. I, I hate his great time. We had one of those nights uh, where the girls had gone to bed, and it was I think we were up till 3 or 4 in the morning, but Mark and I were well into it, and we decided we were going to go. I wanted to go buy some smokes. <laughs> So we were going to go on a bit of a walkabout, and then we didn't walk very far. And his wife said we had to take the dog. They were dog-sitting. I don't know why she got this in her head, but it's like 1 in the morning. She's like, you have to take the dog. You're going for smokes? Take the dog. Yeah. So we call an Uber, and I got this dog on a leash, Betsy. She's a little dog. Uber shows up. I'm like, I hope you're all right with dogs. I just jump in with the dog in the front seat. (laughs) Front seat always with the Uber? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's where you have a nice chat. You can have a chat from the back, too, dude. You can really. And I had the dog, you know? <laughs> we needed to be in the front. Anyways, <laughs> that doesn't make fine. any sense. <laughs> I don't even know. The dog we... fits in the bag. He says it's a small dog. It was a small dog. I don't so, know how we kept the dog. Anyway, no, that's the whole just your time. own thing. You want to be in the front to make that person uncomfortable so you can chat with them happily right in their face. I want to hey, make sure I get any a... warnings you want to point right now? <laughs> I want to I want to make sure I get a five star rating. I'm still oh yeah, Uber, you get rated, rating. right? Yeah, I'm still yeah. holding the five star, so fuck you. Oh, well, hey, I don't care. Lyft doesn't Even judge you. Lyft doesn't judge you. I, I support Lyft. Ah, Lyft. Uber. That's how you get stabbed. You take a Lyft. Lyft wow. is the best, man. Lyft is the best. That's how, you get, that's how you save some money, man. Six bucks. I bet you I'll save 20% on every trip with Lyft. And they don't even sponsor this show. <clears throat> Not yet. Yet. Yeah, but you should Lyft if you're listening to this. <laughs> Do you even Lyft, bro? <laughs> Pine Grove could use you. Yeah, Pine Grove. Oh, fuck it. I'd ride at Stevens. So I have to walk all that way. It would be fantastic. <laughs> I, saw the, I saw the weirdest thing, too. We went up to this wine tasting up on the mountain and uh, near where they live. And you could look down over the valley and see all the little houses and stuff where it's all built up. And they had an old picture where it just used to be farmland out there. Yeah. And now it's all built up houses. But then there's this one giant building that's a perfect circle out in the middle of this. And it's gigantic. And there's like acres inside of the circle of park, and it's the new Apple headquarters oh, right down yeah. there. Did you see it, it? Yeah, well, like from a distance, but like from that where we were, the, the size of it, the scale of it was just amazing. It's like a big cult, like, like, donut. You, oh, it's crazy, man. It's <laughs> awesome. Hey, did, uh, did uh, you notice the people were different? Like, did you go, like, was everyone like fancier there? Like, when you went to go order coffee, was it all like, uh, was it not just like coffee, but it was like all like, uh, you know, like triple fucking jizz macchiato, macchiato stuff. Well, the bars were pretty fancy we went to. Like, they, they didn't look fancy. They were, like, pretty old school, look, like, bars. But the all the drinks were, we drank a lot of cocktails, a lot of mixed drinks. The bartenders were real skilled. You know, every every bar had a huge menu of drinks. Coxman. With, like, basil and shit in it. Like, Oh, yeah. Is it, So it was all, like, really fancy? Like, would they, would they, like, not say things that were, like, just normal? Like, they even say, like, this is, like, this is uh, like a purple something or other. They go like, this is a chartreuse like <laughs> blend of fucking blah, blah, blah. Everything had a it, fancy name, yeah. Right, to like make it seem the, fancy. The winery was so fancy when the girl, t- we were doing the tasting, she was talking about wines that you get out of a box, and she just referred to it as a beverage, not even as wine. 
What? She just says it's like a beverage. Box in a wine is a is a or wine in a box is a beverage. Yeah, it's not wine. It's not wine. Oh, you! My wife was gonna punch you right in the face just even for suggesting that. She did say like those those big places are good at making a consistent product, and that's what a lot of consumers want. You know, at the bottom of the wine tasting pyramid, that's yeah. what you're looking for consistency. Well, what my wife says is like I don't really want to taste it. Just like hook it up intravenously to my arm <laughs> when I get home from work. And let me yeah. like let it drip into my veins yeah. until I fall asleep. Catch the <laughs> Is that such a big deal? When I work so hard. No big deal. What? Two glasses right into my veins, <laughs> into my like adrenal vein, <laughs> in my neck. That's what I have to inject it into. Quick action. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, great trip. Go to California, San Francisco. I would definitely go back. It was right. a lot of fun. So uh, we've we we're getting everything uh, checked off this list now, Charge. Did you do anything for the show? When you're down there, did you did you um, get any like? Uh, I wrote a jingle when I was down there. Ah, you wrote a jingle. You guys called me and you wanted me to do one on the spot, and I was I was having a hard time. I was I had had a few drinks. So this is our this is our dilemma now. Do we do we go to uh, my story about showing my dick to seven women, or do we go to Tractor Thoughts for Michael and hear your jingle? Was, Either way, was do dilemma have- a word? Uh, no dilemma was not a oh, word. Drink, you son of a bitch. Steven. I'm still Good playing. call, though. Still though I have got two of the words in. What? Unrecognized. Oh. Does that mean we all have to drink? It's unrecognized. No, one? I got it unrecognized. No, it's not. You yeah. want to drink again? Delhi. Yeah, I, I put in chartreuse and macchiato what? without you knowing it. Oh, you yeah. yeah. I should have caught that. Chartreuse. chartreuse sounded a little wow. funny. What, 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 <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Chartreuse. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, chartreuse. Do we have time for both? Do we have time for track? Yeah, we do. And, uh, we have no rules. We didn't. Start no one. Ju- no one governs our stuff. We started late. It's our. It's it's midnight. We're already over an hour, really, probably. How's your new job going, Wes? So, uh, yeah, this fucking. Let's go. Wes got a new job. Yeah. Doesn't smell as good as he thought it would smell. <laughs> no. And that really does fuck up your whole week. When you thought your fucking job was gonna smell like f- delicious chocolates, <laughs> and it doesn't. That really does, like, that was part of your process of choosing your jobs. It's going to smell like delicious chocolates. I don't smell like oil anymore, so that's good. Yeah. That's go. good. You know what? Uh, Wouldn't it be great if you walked in there and it was just, like, juicy fruit? Like, just the best. Yeah. But mm, that's not it, eh? No. Not even close. <laughs> that's what I like about marijuana operations that I've toured is that it smells nice in there. Like, I like the smell <laughs> of it. It yeah. smells, like, good. And even if it, afterwards, it's not like, like, even smoke when you smell people smoking weed it doesn't smell as good as like weed it's oh, like yeah. smoking cigarettes or smelling like a, a oh yeah it's back pack barn full of tobacco you know oh, that's the best back like opening a kill when you're curing yeah, uh, it smells so good man it takes your breath away it's so good yeah, yeah. it's a good smell i love the smell of that shit man i don't know if you don't get that shit i don't get you <laughs> i don't get you <laughs> yeah i got time for you yeah, it's just so good. It's one of those simple pleasures in life you got to understand. It's like when the wind's blowing a certain way, you can smell Simcoe leaf. And it's like blowing that smell, cured tobacco at you. Ah, God, that smells good. Anyways. Uh, Let's hear about your dick. My dick? Okay, we'll do my dick first. So I went in. I had to get like a biopsy. And it's right beside my penis where they had to take a biopsy of my um, lymph node. And uh, like in my groin area. So in order for them to do this. They have to make an incision in my body and then stick a tube into my body where they will like put a, and then they put this probe in the tube and then they, they like uh, shove that into my lymph node and then they 
they have this clicker and they click it and it'll take a chunk of it out and then uh, so they they push it in until it hurts you really bad and you say ow 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 and then they <laughs> click it which hurts even worse Do they freeze it first or anything they freeze the incision so you don't feel the incision but you they can't freeze your fucking organs in your body that they're pushing on that hurt when they're pushing on it and then they take a chunk of it after when they click the button and they did that six times so i got six chunks taken out of my lymph node with six and, but in order to do that they they like they said just pull down your underpants a little bit so we can like uh get at the spot we need because rip said your dick or whatever and uh the doctor comes in looks at it figures out what he's got to do and he says you're gonna have to uh lose his underpants right kind of underpants you're rolling with <laughs> I mean, i'm wearing a Jeans. boxer brief I decided to wear red because I didn't know if I'd get it blood stained. So I had a red uh, um, pair of underpants on. So I'm like, uh, the guy says to me, uh, you're going to have to lose his underpants. And as soon as he said it, my underpants are off. <laughs> Snap off. Yeah, I just fucking like pulled them off. And he's like closing the curtains to give me privacy from the seven women that are in the room. There are seven women and two men in the room for this procedure. Seven women, Boy. fourteen eyes on in the room, potentially on my penis, and uh, the guy says, "Okay, we're gonna have to like uh, remove your covering now, and we're gonna put like sterilized towels on your body, and we have to paint you with this like sterilizing. Uh, it was like pink. The stuff I had was pink, but they like this this like disinfectant or whatever. They paint you with this pink stuff, and uh, in order to do that." They had to like uh, remove the covering of my dick, and it was like my my dick was uh, exposed to the room for probably about I would say like four to six seconds is all it was exposed for. But in that four to six seconds, I noticed one thing. I looked at my dick immediately as soon as it was unveiled to the room. I looked to see what kind of shape my dick was in. Yeah, you gotta check like, it out. Like, is like, were you fluffed up? How are you doing? How yeah, you I had to fluffed? see. Like, am I like humiliating myself right now? Or is it like, how is it? Like, how how nervous am I? How cold yeah. is it in here? You know, you all these things are running through your brain. So I have a quick glance at my dick. Right. Was your scrotum like really tight up to your fucking body? Or? <laughs> my scrotum was actually tight. Yeah, man, it was tight. To be quite honest with you. A little yeah. nervous. A little nervous. Well, but my penis is what I'm talking about here, Manny. My balls, yeah. I don't care about. Actually, a tight ball for me is a is a good thing. Wow. Because a loose ball for me is disastrous. Looks like saltwater taffy. Like it's just like somebody's like, you know, if you look like a fever ball, like when you got a fever and you look at your scrotum and it's just like fucking gross and hangy, you know. And then uh, like that, that's not an attractive thing at all. So a tight ball is gonna do me well, but uh, but my dick could could shrivel up to just the calf. <laughs> you know, in a, in a, in a, in a nervous situation, in a cold room. You can practically have an any. That's going to be a bush and a mushroom on the top of the bush. That's all it's going to be. Bird in a nest. Bird in a nest. Yeah, the typical bird in a nest. Thank you, Michael. Old school Dutch all again. And uh, anyways, so I look at my dick quickly in that two seconds or whatever. I glance quickly at it. I realize not my best day, not my worst day. So I'm happy. I'm happy because it's not my worst day. So I'm pretty pleased. And then I, then my second place I look in those four to six seconds is at the seven other women's eyes. <laughs> All of which, 100% of which of those bitches' eyes 
looked at my dick. <laughs> Every single one of those women looked at my dick. Every single one. But to their credit. No emotion. No emotion. Dead on the inside. These are professionals. Not even a chuckle. No, I could see it. They all were, they're all wearing masks. They're all wearing masks. So you can you only have their eyes to tell their reaction from, right? Because they're all wearing masks. But I could still see if they're smiling at it, my dick. If they're thinking it's funny in any sort of way, their Is eyes are going like to crinkle a, a bit on the side. Did they give it a second look? Like they looked and then they looked away? Or did they look again? Well, the one girl look, saw it more than once. Oh. She was the assistant oh, of the... It. She was the one leading the, the water cooler conversation yeah. afterwards. She seemed the most curious. And she was the trainee, uh, whatever, but she did look the most times at my dick. And uh, that girl, uh, um, yeah, she was the junior one or whatever. She wasn't. Uh, there was a lot of trainees in there looking at my dick. They're not allowed so to talk about it anyway, man. No worries. They're not allowed to I don't care. It. It's not like the word's going to get out. Pete's got an average oh, no. dick. No, they got a pool on you. They had a pool. Yeah, they <laughs> were probably right, saw me coming be? in. They're like, hey, yeah. we're going to see this guy's dick. It's right next to And, and they, all the girls looked, and they were just like, fuck. That's why they were no emotion because they just yeah. lost to the two dudes in the room they had your back the girls didn't those girls oh the guy said i had a decent hog yeah. and the girl said i had a small pen and that's why they were unresponsive <laughs> with their reaction oh that's, well, that's what my if, thought what if they yeah. said i had a big dick and the guy said i had a small dick and the girls lost Yeah, that's the way it happened the girls lost they the were, girls because the girls thought i had a big dick and i didn't you think that's what it was yeah always hopeful I don't think so, Dave. I think Kevin's is right. It's not the size <laughs> that counts. It's not the size. Because I saw my dick. I saw my dick that day, and it's a pretty decent. I've lost like forty pounds. Like you've never done that. You've done that when you go on your fucking raw it makes food. Makes your dick look huge, right? That's when you shave. <laughs> yeah, you don't shave when you only got the fucking when you're like looking like shit. Who cares? You already look like garbage. You're gonna like fucking burn a grass fire on a piece of, you know, on a garbage heap. Who gives a fuck? You know, it looks like a shit, right? Chairs, you know, but like when you're like a skinny, you shave it up, look good. So, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Now I lost a bunch of weight. Sometimes my dick's just limp. I like call my wife in the room, say, "Come out, look at this thing. It just looks it's just fucking hanging out there. It's got a nice, nice drag on it. Like look at that thing. It almost hangs down lower than my balls. Yeah, almost. Oh, those balls will go low, babe. <laughs> those are dipping their old water. Anyways, that's my story about how I showed my dick to seven women this week. And uh, you know what? That's what I wish I had an anesthetic. Like, I wish I was put under. So you didn't have part. to watch them watching you? Yeah, so I didn't have to watch them look at my dick. <laughs> they could just do it in private like Rachel did it for my colonoscopy. She just looked at my asshole. But she could have waited till I was asleep so I wouldn't know she looked at my asshole. But she looked at it while I was still awake. That was the worst part of my whole colonoscopy. <laughs> and they stuck a whole bunch of shit up my ass for that one. But if the girl didn't, if Rachel didn't peek at it right before I fell asleep, I wouldn't know that she even saw my butthole, right? Anyways, stay no tuned for deal. future weeks when I can talk about them shoving a probe up my penis hole, <laughs> which is coming on the 25th oh, of this delightful. month. delightful. Yes. Mark it in your calendar. Yeah. You can hear the story of how they shoved a promo of my penis hole trying to get a seven millimeter uh, kidney stone out of there. Oh. I said, hey, can I get, can I just uh, pass it on my own? He goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, it's seven millimeters. Like that's like uh, almost a centimeter. I don't know if you know much about millimeters <laughs> in the metric system, but there's uh, it's almost a centimeter. And you know, that stuff doesn't break up. It's not like it's going to get smaller. 
that's uh yeah you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna do that <laughs> you don't want that coming out your urethra what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna freeze your dick and i'm going to then stick a probe up it and i'm gonna try to hook it out of your bladder with the claw on the end of it yeah I'm you're gonna to be sore for a couple days after that that's Yikes. what you think i'm sore right now from my biopsy thing and it's a you see the cut in it it's like fucking you can't even see it, it looks like a red dot it's nothing at all they went in deep, though. Let's see it, Pete. Come on, put it up, pull it out. Put it in the thing. Show it on it. <laughs> I don't want to see it again. <laughs> you think I, I can show? You think I should? No, show. Don't show it. No, don't show. This <laughs> just looks. This I asked my wife. She said, the "Don't show it." I would definitely show it because it's interesting. But anyone that wants to see it after the show, I'll show you my my incision scar. It is so small. It's unbelievable how much shit they were able to shove in that little tiny hole. Like your skin must really stretch. And they don't even, like, uh, stitch you up. They're just like, no, we'll put a Band-Aid on you, and hopefully you'll just heal yourself. You'll just claw it up. For those of you who want to see it, please contact Pete at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com, and I'll send you a picture of my scar. That's for the show. That is a very nice gesture, Kevin. I appreciate (laughs) that for the listeners out there. If If you like this program and you want to see my incision scar beside my dick, (laughs) <laughs> I will send it to you. If you send me $100, <laughs> I will give you the wide shot of the whole dick. Ooh, I'm whoring myself up for $100 a dick pic. Wow. Hey, w- would anyone ask for this it, though? This is new. This is groundbreaking, people. If you ask for it, I'm going to put it in a fucking uh, uh, a caveat. Yeah, who's listening to this point? Caveat. There's the word. Oh. oh, no, it's not. Whoa. Oh, good Who has a drink? So many. All right, all right. Good work. Good work. If, if for some reason, uh, what was I saying? About your dick. And, uh, about your dick. About my dick. <laughs> I said if, if for about some reason um, someone actually responds to that and sends me an email saying they want to see a picture of my whole dick, the wide shot. then I want to be able to say, like, I can reserve the right to not do it. Because <laughs> that would be that would be a lot of pressure on me, you know. To, do, to send an actual cool. picture of like. Well, you're not showing your dick. You're just showing the incision. No, I'll show the incision to anybody, just but I will not show right my in. whole dick to anyone. I, I'm going to take that whole statement back. I'm not going to send a picture of my dick to anyone. The only way I'll send a dick pic to somebody is if you invite me to your wedding and it's a free bar and you put a disposable camera on your table at your wedding. I will definitely take a picture of my dick, but you will not know it is my dick. Your grandma will go take it to the photo lab, she'll get it developed. She'll come home, put the album together. One of the pictures in your album is going to be my dick. <laughs> you won't know whose dick it is because it's anonymous, but it is my dick. Just so you know, if you've ever invited me to a wedding in the past and you put a disposable camera on the table and you wonder, whose dick is that? That's my dick. <laughs> that's the only dick pic I've taken. He's that guy. Never to try to, I've never tried to get a girl with my dick pic. I never tried to like win a woman over. I've just tried to get a, like an old lady to develop a picture of my dick by accident. You know what one of my favorite stories was? Was that uh, there was this guy. My friends all worked at, at Fast Eddie's in Brantford. And there's this guy. Uh, he was just starting. He was in grade 9. We were in grade uh, 11. We were 16. And uh, this guy was in grade 9, like 14 years old. And he really took a shining to my friend, and uh, at Chad. And then he found out Chad was a... Uh, 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 like a uh, underwater diver, like he was a like a scuba diver, and he's like, "Oh, that sounds fantastic! I always wanted to do that." And then he took the course to take the underwater diving thing, and then we went to. Uh, he said he had to do the open water, so we had to go up with him to Tobemory Camping to do the open water, 
And when we did that, he invited me and my friend Steve up there, and we went out camping with him. And uh, when we did that, um, we went up there, and when they were scuba diving, we took this kid's camera, and uh, which he had for the trip, and when they were under the water, like 20, 30 feet, we took his camera and both of us like pulled down her pants and spread her ass cheeks apart, <laughs> so that like like fucking like spread them like it's go- it's like fucking goat bag and butthole and everything. And we are close up taking pictures of our like assholes and balls on this guy's camera, and then he has no idea he's he's like uh, fucking scuba diving, right? And he's fourteen, and then uh, I remember uh, <laughs> uh, then he goes home and his mom's like takes his film out of his camera and t- gets it developed. She doesn't think anything of it. Like, I'll go get your pictures developed because he's 14. His mom's going to take care of it. Anyways, uh, she comes back. There's all these pictures <laughs> of her asses and balls. <laughs> Sonny, like, is that your ass in that picture? You have a nice ass. <laughs> I've never like met the woman before in my life. I like She let me go on a camera trip with her 40-year-old son, and I just like... <laughs> Yeah, that to me is hilarious. Like that that whole thing, and we we got told about it. Like you know what? Like his mother took that and got it developed, and we didn't know. I didn't know his mother. I didn't know him. I didn't give a fuck about either of them. Right? It was only funny to me. Like that's a funny story, right? Yeah, not for him. He probably never got to go scuba diving again. Who cares? Like he does. He wanted to come with me. <laughs> he didn't want to come with me scuba diving anymore. I was taking his camera and taking pictures of my ball sack with it. Why would he want to come camp with me anymore? I don't want to camp with him either. <laughs> Fucking idiot. That's what I thought. Anyways, oh, we got one more God. thing to do to end this show. Guard your cameras, people. That's the yeah. message. No, you don't fucking go to an open bar and a disposable camera at a table and expect someone not to stick it down their suit pants and take a picture of their drunk dick. That's going to happen 100% of the time. Who is, is, have you, you think that you've been at a wedding where that scenario has happened? No one's taking a picture of their dick? No, for sure it happens. Do they even make disposable <laughs> cameras anymore? I don't yeah. think they do. Do they really? Yeah. Do they? That's the only thing you, who develops them though? Walmart, I guess. Maybe. Mm. We got one more thing to do to end the show. It's a segment we call. It's a new segment. We've tried oh. it. And uh, what we did was we asked the man that rates music for the show <laughs> to write us a jingle for a segment we call Thoughts from the Tractor Let's with Michael. It. What do you got, Dave? Driving and thinking. Thinking about factors that could affect shit that's happening. It's Thoughts from the Tractor. Yeah, Mike's driving and thinking. He's thinking about factors that could affect shit that's happening. It's thoughts from the tractor. That's a winner. Yeah, it's a good one, Dave. Thank you very much. Hey, you're that's welcome. What you do is you stepped up and you came through big time <laughs> charters. Oh, yeah. Thoughts from the tractor. I like it. Thoughts from the tractor. With okay. Michael. Uh, steak stag, gentlemen. Etiquette. <laughs> Someone brings their wife or girlfriend to the steak stag. Opinions. Uh, thumbs down. What are you what talking about? What? Yeah. Number one, the name of the thing is a steak stag. Bingo. There's two things that are going to happen at this place. One, there's going to be steak, because that's the first word in steak stag is mm, steak. Exactly. So you know you're going to eat steak. So if there's no steak at a steak stag, I am upset. Yep. Because that is false advertising. That's right. Yeah. Second word in steak stag is stag. Mm-hmm. What does stag mean? 
No fucking bitches, man. Yep. No women. Old I shouldn't school. call them bitches because that's just a derogatory term. Thank you very much, Jane. Maybe she thought I was staking a blowjob day. You know what? Know that. Maybe. Well, that's what I like. Did I, I say bitches twice this show? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's a real pet peeve of my wife because yeah. I said, I used to use it because I thought it sounded cool when I said bitches, and I not think cool. I slipped in it again tonight. And it's not cool. Is that cool. one of the words? That's one of the six words. Bitches? Oh, I wish it was because then I'd have an excuse for saying it, but it's not. Uh, you have to drink, Dave. Yeah, but I recently went to a steak stag and saw numerous women, and then I had a friend of mine who what? went to a, a, another one in another town, and the same thing, and it's like, oh, what the fuck no, is going fuck on? No Can we have one day? No nope, way. no days. No nights, even. Okay. No nights. That's right, Steven. Because, <laughs> like, honestly, you know, I've been to, like, a number of baby showers that I was not invited to. Because they said it's a meet the baby party. They changed the name of it. And I knew baby showers were only for girls and not for boys. Right. And then, but they called it a meet the baby party. They didn't call it a baby shower. And I was like, that means I can go because I want to meet the baby too because I like babies. Right? Mm -hmm. And then I go and it's only women in the room. I wanted to say bitches again. That was the third time <laughs> I wanted to say I'm sorry, Jane. I don't know what's going on with me today. I just slipped in this old thing. I tried it with my wife. I was, I'd call her my bitch for a while. Like I would say, like, yeah, me and my bitch are going out to the movies tonight. And then uh, Jane's like, have you ever called me that again? I'm breaking up with you. Because it's like fucking horribly insulting. Yeah, it's breakup time. So like, don't say it anymore. And then I did twice on this show. So I apologize to all women out there. My wife was giving me a huge shit about this. It just sounds so cool when I hear other people say it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that one rapper, he sounded so cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's talking about his bitches. It was, it was so I cool. want bitches and hoes. What about... I, Why what, can't I have bitches and hoes? Hanging out with a lot of 70s pimps. Yeah. <laughs> one of my kids gets uh, has like this other kid at school that kind of bullies him, and he called him a bitch the other day. A like bitch? my kid called the bully a bitch. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. I pat him on the back. Yeah. Me. A bitch is a great insult for a man. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. A woman, a, a woman, um, it means they're a dog, right? Is that the direct translation uh, of it? Female dog. Female dog. Well, they're already a female. They only have to get the species different. <laughs> Not the Correct. gender. Not the gender. Like the species of animal is the offensive part, right? That would be the part they would take exception to. In fact, I'm referring to you as a dog. Well, it goes beyond that. Was that you're not a nice person? Mm. Yeah. What about is ho? Is ho is ho as bad as bitch, or is bitch worse than ho? Okay, I got a question for you. What's worse? I think ho is more of a comical word. What's the difference between the two? Ho and bitch. Yes. Well, I think a ho would suggest more the promiscuity <laughs> than bitch. Bitch would probably suggest more of a attitude, attitude, you know, like more of a, a, a nasty attitude, where a hoe would just uh, uh, say she's uh, easy with her with her uh, sexual. Uh, she's an no easy one likes a lover. She got a hold on you. Mm -hmm. Believe it. That's right. Oh, that's a good one. We might do that for an opener next week. Hey, uh, uh, I got one question for you. What ha this is like kind of my thought from the tractor. If you could choose one venereal disease, would you go gonorrhea, syphilis, or none of uh, the above? Uh, warts? Yeah, none. 
No, you have to pick one. Mm. I'm just trying to pick which one of those three words is I on your paper. Use a condom. Gonorrhea, syphilis, or warts. One of those three is on the paper. Syphilis. I'm going with warts because I don't think your daughter would put gonorrhea <laughs> or syphilis on there. Warts is one of the words. You think my daughter would put warts <laughs> on yes. the list? No, you have to drink. Fine. <laughs> she did put syphilis, oh, though. Oh, I nailed it. <laughs> That's one for you. I'll drink. I'll drink yeah. it. Close. <laughs> I like this game. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> you were onto it though. Yeah, that was a good one. That was the first time somebody actually got onto onto one of those things. I think I'm like, what am I halfway done now? Okay, so no, we're gonna get. I'm not gonna get them all done this because the shows are kind of over. Uh, do you have any other tractor thoughts, Michael? Uh, yeah, I have one more, and uh, we'll call it a a day. Okay, so. Uh, it's an invite. Let's hypothetically, it's an invite-only party, and uh, people are inviting themselves to it. Am I the only one that thinks this is fucked? What? Like it's. It, oh, like you're not on the. You're having list, an invite-only party, anyway? and in, you're having an invite-only party, but then you you're getting messages from people or whatever. They're basically inviting themselves to the party. What should I bring you're to having? the party, Mike? Do you need me to bring anything? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Heard yeah, like, is there tickets? Uh, what time? No, no, I no. Show? You weren't even invited. Yeah, tell them. Just tell them straight up. Honesty is the best policy. Well, right? Exactly. There you go, buddy. But that, like, am I the only one that thinks that way? No, nope. no, of course not. Okay. No. And I was feeling bad about it. I'm no, like, oh, you got to draw the line somewhere. I had people show up at my wedding that weren't invited. That's what I mean. Oh, that's a classic German hall move, man. I was like, what the hell? It was like, uh, well, actually, this was Jane's sister invited him. It's just that she wasn't us. And that's what it wasn't I mean. her wedding. It's a friend of a friend of a friend. Yeah, and they just like, ah, oh, you'll come. He'll be fine. It'll be a good party. Nobody will care. Yeah, you yeah. come for dinner or just after? You're going to have to get used to the fact that that's going to happen, though. Like, there's going to be. Oh, I, I, that's what I mean. I'm, yeah. I'm accepting of it. I know, like, we've had a cottage in Turkey Point for years. I'm, I'm used to the randoms that show up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I think at, at our age, it's like. You don't just do that anymore, do you? Yeah. You, well, I don't know. You know, in some communities, though, it's normal. Like, like at weddings in Seaforth. I went to a wedding in Seaforth, and like the whole fucking town's allowed to show up. Yeah. And you don't even get along. That's a cash bar, probably, right? Yeah, it's cash bar, though. Mm. And then the guy, like, you don't even get along. He's like, "Who's that? Why is Gilbert here? Like, he's fucking. You know, mm. I I just punched his him in the face last week. Yeah. Two dollars. Like, oh, because it's two dollar beers. Yeah, that's why he's at my sister's wedding now. Even though I fucking kicked Gilbert's ass last week. I kicked his teeth in. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, that, thanks for clearing that. I thought it was just me. No, no, no. That's just, that's just people are fucked in the world. Okay. Well, guys, we got through most of the list there. You missed you missed one of my words. Gilbert. Oh. That's a name. Yeah. Well, it's on or the list. Or a street. It's on the list. But, to, but I did not it. get two of my words in. I did not get proboscis. Or botulism. Ooh, and those are tough ones. That could have came in when you were talking about the rotten food you eat, man. Botulism. Yeah, I know the rotten food. I could I could have easily squeezed easy. botulism in. And proboscis is just a, a monkey with a dick nose, which wow. is uh, which is like so easy to work in a conversation. That was like the one I was thinking. Like that's a slam dunk. I'm gonna get that one. In my first sentence of the show is I'll mention Dave's dick nose and how he looks like a proboscis. And he's like, what's a proboscis? And I'm like, you ever see the proboscis? And then, you know, but anyways, it was a failure. I let my daughter down. I let everyone down. But you know what? I think we put on a great show tonight. And I'd like to thank everyone for coming in and everyone for listening to us. 
But if you want to listen uh, again, just come back next week. We'll be on YouTube and iTunes and all that shit. Tell your friends and we'll have more listeners and then we can do more crazy shit. And if you'd like to come watch me, I'm opening for the most dangerous man in the world, uh, Ken Shamrock. Whoa. In St. Catharines on Saturday. You can, if you're in the St. Catharines area, come watch. Uh, get tickets for Ken Shamrock, and you'll come see me, Jason Allen, and Ken Shamrock himself. Nice. Wow. And uh, that's on Saturday, uh, whatever day that is. But until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. That's it, everyone. Yeehaw.